top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News for today. I'm your presenter, Richie Ferrell. Here are the headlines. Public Relations Officer Steve Benjamin says the United Workers' Party administration had plans in place to resolve farmers' water irrigation issues, but DLP administration keeps failing farmers over 20 years in office. St. Vincent immediately halts operations of the heavily relied upon social services of Medford, St. Vincent de Paul, after a volunteer tested positive for COVID-19. And the World Health Organization sees 163 COVID-19 vaccines being developed, 23 started clinical trials involving humans, and two reached phase three before approval to the market. But Brazil's 2 million plus cases provide a global lab for the vaccine race. These are our headlines. The news brought to you compliments Quartz Dominica Limited. We'll be right back after this. Summer this year is going to be a little different. How about a homecation? Shop at Quartz today. Save on a variety of products across the store. AC units to keep cool. Upgrade your favorite appliances, living room, and even your patio furniture. Quartz has the best prices and widest range of smart TVs guaranteed. Whatever you need, shop at Quartz Ready Finance and you pay nothing for 90 days. It's summertime. Let's make staying at home a homecation with a little help from Courts, courts, bringing value home. This is Q95 News. When asked by Q95 News for his opinion on if the tourism authorities should allow the promotion and celebration of Dominica's independence season this year, DHTA Vice President Kevin Francis shied away from giving a direct response. However, the DHTA Vice President did say that he will leave the decision to discover Dominica Authority and the Ministry of Tourism adding that notwithstanding the COVID-19 pandemic, celebration of such activities would contribute financially to the members of the DHTA and other tourism stakeholders. Um, well, I, I really don't want to have any views on that as it relates to the um, the Creole Festival and being open up for the independent season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that decision to the public sector and discover Dominica. What I will say, though, is that there is a need, an urgent need for us to start you know, um, uh, making money and revenue, um, being exchanging hands and those things. So right. I, all our members and the industry will, will, you know, they will welcome any kind of tourism or economic activity that's going to benefit them and their families. But as it relates to whether or not we should or shouldn't, or if it's a possibility, I think Mr. Piper and his team has a handle on that. DHTA Vice President Kevin Francis. Prominent farmer and public relations officer of the United Workers' Party, Steve Benjamin says, under the leadership of the United Workers' Party in 1995, Dominica was well advanced in assisting farmers with a complete water irrigation system to ensure supply of produce remained constant or consistent to consumers across Dominica. Another fundamental problem facing agriculture in Dominica is irrigation. When rain is falling, the plants are smiling. Production is very high. So, so you can get the necessary output 
to meet your market demand. But when the sun starts and the, far, the plants begin to struggle, your production begins to drag on the ground. That is why the United Workers' Party, when we were in government, we embarked on the irrigation systems in Cassibruce, and we had one planned for the Marigot area, and we were going ahead implementing and fundamental. That is no more. Grass and vine take it over. Prominent farmer and UWP public relations officer, Steve Benjamin. The government of Dominica says it has a list of prospective air carriers which may be able to replace flights by Liat. That's according to Tourism Minister Denise Charles. Charles says her ministry has been in contact with these airlines, Winier, Silver Airways, Inter-Caribbean Airways, Air Sunshine and Coastal Air during the pandemic and is optimistic about their return to service Dominica. The tourism minister says times will differ as there are different challenges faced by each individual airline as it relates to the COVID-19 pandemic. She shared the schedules that have been confirmed thus far. We have been in contact with these airlines during the COVID pandemic and now that we are reopening, we anticipate that they will come back to service Dominica. The timelines will differ for each as there are a number of factors at play. For instance, islands from which they are domiciled are not open to visitors yet, so it, it makes it difficult for the airlines to operate cost-effectively. Demand for services is another critical factor that the airline needs need to consider. We are looking to establish a schedule for Dominica that allows travelers convenience. This, we anticipate, will be finalized soon. Silver has established a schedule of traveling on Thursday and Saturday, departing San Juan at 10.50 a.m., arriving in Dominica at 12.35 p.m., departing at 1.05 p.m., to arrive in San Juan at 2.50 p.m. We ask travelers to Dominica to continue to monitor the websites of the airlines for schedules to Dominica and any travel advisories, as well as to monitor the discoverdominica.com website. Denise Charles says her ministry is working in collaboration with other ministries and entities to ensure proper protocols are established and implemented to provide a pleasurable and safe experience for visitors and locals alike. My ministry continues to work with all other ministries and stakeholders, including the DHTA, to implement the protocols to allow travelers to enjoy their stay in Dominica. Protocols for the accommodation sector are finalized and being implemented by the Environmental Health Department and the Quality Assurance Unit of DDA. These protocols have health and safety as their primary focus. Similarly, eating out and enjoying the wholesome cuisine that Dominica has to offer is a key part of the Dominica experience. Protocols for restaurants and food and beverage at hotels have also been put in place. Tourism Minister Denise Charles, Dominica Solid Waste Management Corporation General Manager Florian Mitchell. He says DSWMC got new equipment to aid with its 500 derelict vehicle removal campaign. Florian Mitchell noted the expectations of the corporation by December 2020 was to have over 500 derelict vehicles removed, but to date, just over 100 vehicles have been removed. Mitchell is calling for the cooperation of the public at this time in seeking to keep Dominica derelict vehicle free. 
It is our expectation as at 31st December 2020 would be able to remove over 500 derelict vehicles within the island. Um, to date, we have collected in excess of 106 vehicles. So it means that we should be able to surpass our expectation. Um, we want to appeal to the general public that um, you should work with the state in ensuring that those unwanted or those abandoned vehicles are removed from the environment along the streetways. You may have an abandoned vehicle in your yard. I mean, just remove it. Um, it poses a challenge for both human health and the environment. And we are soliciting your support in keeping our nature island clean. General Manager of the Dominica Solid Waste Management Corporation, Florian Mitchell. In more news, considering the present COVID-19 economic climate, the Work Online Dominica Pilot Project was created to guide and train participants on the roadmap for accessing an alternative pathway of generating income online by leveraging and building their skills. Work Online Dominica is a pilot initiative of the Government of Dominica through the Ministry of Public Works and the Digital Economy in collaboration with Israel and the UND. The goal of this initiative is to teach 60 young professionals aged 18 to 40 over the course of 12 weeks on how to get started working online, find new sources of income, and increase financial stability. This is part of a larger plan to assist Dominicans with taking advantage of the global job market and contribute to Dominica's digital economy agenda. Digital skills specialist within the Work Online Dominica initiative, Clementine Afana, gave more details with credit from Flow2K4 News. Essentially, what someone needs really to be a part of this program is dedication, consistency and willingness to push because whenever it comes to learning something new or to jump in a new venture it's something that is scary and um, this whole digital economy concept or even the concept of working online is new to a lot of people and that is why we decided to put this program together to show you the pathway and the roadmap to actually follow for you to um, guarantee or boost your chances of success now when learning something new, it's important for you to be flexible with yourself, but also to be committed to yourself because it's not going to be easy for the simple fact that it's something that is new. In addition to dedication, consistency, and motivation, you will essentially need to have a computer. Um, if you don't have your own personal computer, then um, ensure that you have access to a computer for the period of three months. Um, in addition to that, you also need to have access to internet connection for a period of three months. Digital skills specialist within the Work Online Dominica Initiative, Clementine Afana. Dominican taxi driver Kelvin Albert is calling for enhanced infrastructure at Dominica's natural tourist sites to ensure locals and tourists visiting the sites are not inconvenienced. Albert referenced one of the most popular sites located in the south of the island, namely Champagne Cave. He spoke to Q95 FM recently. We're not serious. Let me tell you my biggest concern. When I bring tourists to Champagne in the south and they tell me they want to use the washroom, and there's no washroom. It really breaks me down. Because the way I sell champagne and I boast to them, when they come, there's just something else. As example, my village in Scott said, I don't want to bring it down, but Matt, there's no washroom. Thank God for Rogers Bar and Vina and Diane. These people, they allow people to use their washroom. But other than that on the beach, if <laughs> if you want to shoot, you might just go in the bush. There's no washroom facilities, and that's bad. I'm not bringing down my country. I love Dominica, but the thing about it, I put myself first. I'm into the tourism industry. 
I'm looking to do better for myself, not to bring down myself. I've gone to the tourism information, I've made a report. I tell them at least even this portable toilet you can bring to Champagne or Scott Z. And up to now, nothing has not been done. Popular taxi driver Kelvin Albert, strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and president of Feed Jeff Bellot, is urging officials of the Roosevelt Cares administration to refrain from victimizing citizens who travel back home by arbitrarily placing them into quarantine even if they are not COVID-19 positive. Jeff Bellot spoke to Q95 FM radio recently. On the other hand, uh, the same thing that happening here is this. When you open the country with the kind of government we have, I am fearful of what might happen. Some people might be even been victimized or don't treat fairly at the border if they recognize or they have their people know these people may not support government. Because a, a businessman like me coming to Dominica for mostly nine days maximum, if I know I'm going to be quarantined and if I do all my due diligence and I've been picked on and put into quarantine, that is not going to, I'm not going to go there. I mean, well, even that nine days you're talking, I mean, I mean, I spent quite a bit of money doing business down there, so that may not encourage me. So they need to make sure they have this thing in place. And it is too vague about it is based on case-by-case basis. And that case-by-case basis is such a suspicious to me because if somebody comes down there, they do all this thing, because it could be like, oh, this guy is not supporting the government, we're going to put him into the government quarantine, or we're going to put him into government quarantine. These are things I'm asking the other political parties and the other um, organizations in Dominica to look into because I hope they don't make this thing a political thing. And I'm asking Dominicans, to, if they are going back home, to please do the right thing. Make sure you do your testing before you come back. And please be honest with the authorities upon arrival because Dominica has to open for us to get some economic activity. Strategic advisor to the Dominica Freedom Party and the president of Feed, Jeff Bellot. This is Q95 News. A volunteer for Medford St. Vincent de Paul has tested positive for COVID-19, resulting in an immediate indefinite closure of all services and facilities for the heavily relied upon social services organization. The COVID-19 positive volunteer did not work directly with the homeless population, St. Vincent officials told the media. St. Vincent officials initially estimated a reopening in two weeks, but later said the closure would be maintained for as long as necessary as a means of exercising extreme caution and protecting customers, clients and volunteers. Officials for Medford St. Vincent de Paul reported the positive test on Thursday morning and said the volunteer was self-isolating and working with regional health officials to determine required contact tracing. John Venateri, president of St. Vincent de Paul Society Medford, said closure of all facilities, including the meal operations, thrift store operations, donations and social service facilities, was the smartest thing to do to ensure safety of volunteers, customers and clients. And as the coronavirus pandemic tears through Brazil, Researchers and pharmaceutical companies are turning to the South American giant in search of a vaccine. Brazil, where the number of cases has now surpassed 2 million, is one of a small handful of sites for testing experimental coronavirus vaccines. It offers an unusual and appealing mix for research. 
a skyrocketing rate of transmission as well as internationally respected research centers and the public health system experienced in creating and distributing vaccines. According to the World Health Organization, as of July 14th, 163 COVID-19 vaccines were being developed around the world, and 23 of them had started clinical trials involving humans, but only two have reached phase three, the last scientific stage before approval to be marketed, which requires large-scale trials with thousands of individuals to assess the efficacy and safety of the vaccine. A long lens found Brazil's most famous COVID-19 patient up and about this weekend, and this Twitter selfie was part of a post that informed the nation they are on the verge of recession, as he called for families to depoliticize the pandemic after so much, quote, misinformation was used as a weapon to his critics. That is outrageous, since President Bolsonaro often defied a judge's order to wear a mask in public and pushed out two health ministers who disagreed with him. And while he now has a team of doctors and his own palace ICU at the ready, hospitals across his country are jammed. Here in the geographic center of Brazil, a husband and wife suffer in adjoining beds. A son comforts his ailing father, and their doctor is still regaining his strength after 10 days in intensive care. So today, my boss, us boss, is inside with the ventilation, with tube. Really? Yes. Be better. Oh my God. And not respond to chloroquine. Chloroquine is among the cheap, abundant anti-malarial drugs pushed by Bolsonaro as a COVID cure, along with vitamins, steroids, and medication for parasitic worms. Dr. Valella says he's tried them all, with wildly mixed results. I don't know what to do, but I do. Right. Water. Yeah, water. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have very little. You're trying everything yes, you can. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's a it's a new disease. Yeah. It's a new it's a new pandemic. So we don't have things to do. Right. He says it's even more challenging treating the indigenous Brazilians who once had this edge of the Amazon to themselves, but are now surrounded by farms and ranches. A soybean trucker first brought COVID-19 to this region. <laughs> And it is tearing through a community already struggling with vulnerable immune systems, diabetes, and a deep mistrust of the outside world. I would like Jair Bolsonaro to stop talking stupid nonsense, Cristiano Ruzzo tells me. The doctors have to prescribe, not the president. His government did not take prevention seriously. It did not prepare. The indigenous leader was on a ventilator when his mother died of COVID-19. We have a very strong spirituality. So she was there and took my hand and told me that I'll get out of this to take care of my people. Five days later, my father died. As the pandemic spread, Brazil's Congress passed a bill that would provide clean water disinfectant, and hospital beds for this country's 850,000 indigenous natives. Last week, those efforts were vetoed by Jair Bolsonaro. 
And that's the midday news. Here's a recap of our headlines. Public relations officer Steve Benjamin says the United Workers Party administration had plans in place to resolve farmers' water irrigation issues, but DLP administration keeps failing farmers over 20 years in office. St. Vincent immediately halts operations of the heavily relied upon social services of Medford St. Vincent de Paul after a volunteer tested positive for COVID-19. And World Health Organization sees 163 COVID-19 vaccines being developed, 23 started clinical trials involving humans, and two reached phase three before approval to the market. But Brazil's 2 million-plus cases provide a global lab for the vaccine race. These are our headlines. The news brought to you compliments Quartz Dominica Limited. of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it